Well, good morning. You know you were made for this day. My iPad was made to open up and it's not doing its job. There we go. So good to have, to be with you this morning. You know, this is my favorite weekend of the year. For two reasons. One, it's fall. And fall is my favorite season of the year. And the second reason is I get an extra hour of sleep. How many of you enjoyed that? Oh, it was so nice. I think we should do it every weekend. But it is good to have the Nances in the house. Special people. Um, I did want to just talk about the message in your dream, the workshop. This is really important. Um, the Bible talks about how he speaks to us in the night. And I think we, we neglect that a lot. Because we just see it as sleep. As that, hey, I'm tired, I need sleep, so I'm going to go to sleep. Nothing's going to happen in my sleep. And then I'm going to wake up the next day and, and live my life. But God is actually speaking to us in the night. I think, I think part of it is because we actually shut down. And it's really the, the only time we, we listen without other distractions. But if you don't know what to listen for, then you're not going to hear it. You're not going to understand it. And this workshop, not only will it help you understand what you're hearing in the night, but it's actually going to open your ears so you can start hearing and remembering what you're hearing. How many of you like had dreams and you're like, oh, that was awesome, but when you woke up in the morning, you could not remember it at all? Part of that is because we haven't trained ourselves to listen at night. We've trained ourselves that, oh, it's just a dream. It doesn't matter. So do, going to this workshop is going to help you open your ears and your memory to start remembering those. Because you're going to go, oh, that's what that means. Because you've been trained on what that means or how to interpret it. Amen? So register and go to that it's like somebody lost a piece to an earring or something. But that's going to bother me because I'm going to see it every time I walk by it. <clears throat> also, it is good to have Amanda back with us. She's been out on maternity leave. She's over with the youth right now. It's so good to have her back. But I just want to take a moment and say thank you to all our children's workers and our youth workers that so brilliantly filled in for her and ran things and excelled things. So thank you. I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you so much. You have had a huge impact in our children and our youth. So thank you so much. All right, if you have your Bibles, turn to Proverbs 5. Today is the 5th. So we're going to read out of Proverbs 5. This is verse 1. 
My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Turn your ear to my words of insight, that you may maintain discretion and your lips may preserve knowledge. First thing, wisdom comes to those who pay attention. To gain wisdom, you actually have to pay attention. You have to turn your ear, which means you have to choose to what you listen to. You choose what you listen to. And the outcome of it, when you pay attention to wisdom and you turn your ear to insight, you maintain discretion. Which discretions mean it's a plan, usually an evil plan. Basically what it's saying here, if you were here when Kim spoke, maintain. (laughs) Maintain. It means it'll keep you from the evil plan. And then it says your lips may preserve knowledge, which means your language will change. When you pay attention to wisdom... Turn your ear to wisdom. Your language will change. So just encourage you today to pay attention to wisdom. And it will keep you from the evil plans. So many times we make the not so great choices because we're not listening. We're not paying attention to wisdom. So I would encourage you in that. Excuse me. So this morning, we sang a song, and this was the lines. Filled with wonder, awestruck wonder, at the mention of your name. Jesus, your name is power, breath and living water, such a marvelous mystery. I heard when we were singing that, Jesus asking, are you willing to live in my mystery? Are you willing to live in my mystery and not have all the answers? Are you willing to live in my mystery and do something before you have it figured out? And I think there's some people in this room, me included, that have been struggling living in his mystery. See, we can't have all, the, all of his kingdom if we're not willing to live in his mystery. Because his kingdom does not make sense. At all. It Every time I think I got something nailed down, something that seems contrary comes up. He says, the first shall be last. Okay, great. So I'll be last. But then he says, the last will be first. Well, which one is it? (laughs) If I was last, now I'm first. Now I get to go back last again. But are we willing to live in his mystery? 
I think that some of our hearts cry is, God, I want to live in your mystery. If that's you this morning, and you've been struggling with living in his mystery, things are not making sense. But your heart cries, God, I want, Jesus, I want to live in your mystery. Will you stand? Paris, why don't you guys come up? I don't want to pass over this moment. Because I think this is one of the major things that stumble Christians up. Is they can't live in his mystery because it doesn't make sense. So they have to make life make sense. So they start distorting who God really is. So it can make sense to them. They have to make everything make sense. We as humans try to make everything make sense. So therefore we change who God is. Because we don't understand something he's done. Because we can't live in that mystery. And we start changing who he is. We start saying, oh that really didn't happen. He wouldn't do that. Oh, God wouldn't do that. Because we don't understand why he did it. Because we haven't, we're not willing to live in that mystery. So today, God wants to invade our hearts. So that we can understand that living in his mystery is okay. That he's a good father. That it's okay to go after the things he's called us to go after when we don't understand. When we don't get it. Jesus told his disciples, I'm coming back soon. They thought they were going to see it in their lifetime. It was a mystery. It still is a mystery. But they didn't let that stop them from doing what God called them to do. They went out and changed the world even though they didn't understand the mystery. And he's calling us as the mission to go after some really significant things. But it's going to be wrapped in mystery. We're never going to accomplish anything if we wait till we figure it out. We're never going to reach the goal if we can see the path clearly before we start because that's not how he works so Holy Spirit
Jesus said you'd be our guide. So we repent this morning of not letting you be our guide. That we haven't allowed you to be our guide because we want to figure it out before we go. Jesus, we want to live in your mystery. Because that's where the place you can do what you do. In your hometown, you weren't able to do miraculous things because they weren't willing to live in the mystery of who you were. So Jesus, this morning, we give you our hearts. We give you our rights to understand what's going on. And we say we will live in your mystery. in us. Challenge you this morning not to sing this until you're willing to do it. Because you're declaring something. You're declaring that you'd be willing to live in the mystery. Which means he's going to pull you into places where you're going to have to live in the mystery. But if that's what you want for your life, I would declare this. And then you got to act on it.
unexplainable we ask that your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven that the great mystery will come Welcome you in. Oh, we welcome you in, oh great King. We welcome you in, the Lamb of God. We welcome the one loved us the one that gave everything for us so we welcome you in O King and we give you everything that we will live in your mystery that we are willing to live in your mystery so we can have you You are the object of our obsession. You are the reason that we lay our life down. So, O oh King of glory, Swing wide the gates for you and give you complete reign and authority to do what you want to do. And we need no explanation.
why. So we lay down at your feet, O Holy One, the one that has marks in his hands and his feet. sit at your feet as children that are loved but we're hungry for you we're hungry for your miraculous works we're hungry for your wonder give you this place. Uh, We dedicate this place to you. We dedicate ourselves to you. We dedicate our hearts to you. King of glory.
King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces. With two they covered their feet. And with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. At the sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips, and living among a people of unclean lips. My eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. The one, then one of the seraphim flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? And I said, Here am I. Send me. Then he said, Go and tell his people. So, God, we consecrate the mission to a place where we will call out one to another Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Jesus, we dedicate ourselves for your glory. That we would be carriers of your glory because we're willing to live in your mystery. This is what he's saying to us today. Arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the people. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar. Your daughters are carried on the hip. When you will look and be radiant, your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land. Young camels of Midian and Ephraim. And all from Sheba will come, bearing gold and incense, and proclaiming the praises 
of the Lord. All Kinder's flocks will be gathered to you. The rams of Nebeth will serve you. They will be accepted as offerings on my altar, and I will adorn my glorious temple. Jesus has a lot of promises for us. That the mission is called to go after. Mark talked about it last week. But it's going to be wrapped in his mystery. It's going to be wrapped in his glory. It's going to be wrapped in us living lives that are yielded to his holiness. So Jesus, we yield to you today that we'd be temples that carry your glory. Come, cleanse our lips. Cleanse our hearts. Cleanse our minds. So that we would speak you. That we would think like you. That we would love like you. So that the world around us can experience your glory. That we would be carriers of your glory so the world around us will have an encounter with the one that loves them. So we give up our rights to understand. And we say we will live in the mystery. So if you agree with that, like Mark said, say I agree. figure out how to go with this, but I was reminded this week of what he started us off this year with, and the key being Thanksgiving, being thankful. So let's just take a moment before we kind of conclude our time together and just be thankful for all what God has been doing he's been doing so much so just let's let's take the next two minutes and just give them thanks your circumstances doesn't need to look like they need thanks for it but I'm telling you that's the time 
to give thanks. The power of thanksgiving comes when your circumstances seem like there's nothing to be thankful for. So Jesus, we thank you. We thank you that you are beyond our measure. You love way better than our understanding. Your goodness is better than what we understand your goodness to be. Your sacrifice was greater than we can understand. Your kingship is way better than we understand. Your lordship is greater than we comprehend. Your power is greater than we could ever imagine. So we thank you that you are not a God that we fully understand. That you're a God that we could never fully understand in one lifetime. Because your goodness and your holiness never ends. Your love never ends. No matter how much we can comprehend it, there's more. So thank you that you're not limited. That there is no end to you. So we just fall into you today. Say thank you. That you love us. That you love us unconditionally. So thank you. Thank you. We're so grateful for you. And what you're doing in our lives and what you're doing here at the mission. That we know all good things come from you. So we thank you for all the good things you're doing. Amen. you guys receive those lightning arrows of God's truth. Whew. Chains were broken today. Deliverance, healing. I want to invite a friend of mine, Zena, to come up and just give testimony. She's just come back from um, Philippines, right? Oh, Thailand. That's right. Uh, and she just asked, she just felt really burden to just share testimony in this house and us being a house of the missions, a house of the nations felt it was uh, important. You know, there's that resistance that we feel to do God's will in the moment. Sorry. Yes. 
I'm going to interrupt. This is really important to hear the testimonies because the testimony is a breakthrough for the person giving the testimony, but it can be your breakthrough and you get to pull on it. And we go from personal breakthroughs to corporate breakthroughs. So this is really, really important. That was a just a double confirmation right there, but it is really difficult to come and be obedient to the Lord when you are a stranger in the house, but Jesus was a stranger amongst the nations, and he still turned the world right side up. But I felt like God said, come and be a testimony of what it really looks like to live in his mysteries. I came back to this nation um, almost three years ago with the vision that I would come and minister to the next generation. And within no time at all, 35 years of marriage, I entered into a separation. Within months, I had a grandson that took his life. My daughter's husband, two weeks later, left her. All hell broke loose around my life. And I pressed in and pressed in and pressed into the Lord. And he stripped every idea of religion away from me and trying to be a minister and lose lose what kind of pride I may have had to know that we served for so long. And now all of this was shattered. For the last three months of my life, I have gone from home to home, not knowing where I would stay. I've led people to Christ in this last three months. I've started home groups that met once a week, Because they didn't want to meet once a month. They wanted to do life together. The anointing of God that he places on you when you live in the mystery. He told me last night, and I think this is for this house today. He says, I've rolled out a red carpet for you today. Come and get in front of me. And be so ugly transparent. And I will wash you white as snow. And you will take the keys to this kingdom. And every vision and idea that you have I pastor I'm not sure who the pastor is pastor pastor um basso and basso basso but wherever you guys in this house okay gentlemen God bless you servants of God but whatever your vision is for this place I really believe you guys are gonna you guys are gonna see that come to pass because that carpet is laid out and you shall walk upon it and you shall see the glory of the Lord God bless you all for giving me your time yeah I would love to yes absolutely so father in the name of Jesus I thank you that your glory and your goodness is upon this house it's upon these people father I pray for the hearts here that are hardened they're struggling they're desperate for you Lord but they need you to come through that God they will say I say yes I agree to your will that God the red carpet is rolled out for them this morning if it's not finished that they would come up here and make space for you this morning or go do it as they're driving or fellowshipping God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, that you have a purpose and a plan specifically for this people to go beyond this neighborhood. Look at all these flags here, that they are going to see the kingdom develop and advance through them specifically. Lord, God bless them. In your name, Jesus, we love you. Would you guys just please stand in agreement? Ministry team, would you come forward? We have been ministered to from the moment we walked in the door today. 
from the moment we walk through these doors, the, the spirit of God has been brooding and preparing a place of worship for you to engage. We are not a weak people, but we are full. We are full. But we're also very aware that there are some things personally that you want agreement with. That corporately God did something, but personally you're, you're still pulling on him for. So I want to invite you to come to these ministers who are going to partner with you to bring breakthrough. To bring wholeness and deliverance in Jesus' name. And as you go out through those doors today, would you tell someone what you are coming into agreement with in this house for? What are you here for? What are you coming into agreement with? We've been marked fresh and new today to live in the mystery. And we don't know what that looks like. But we're in it together. Amen. Amen. We bless you to go and spread the love of Jesus. And if you're going to lunch, to tip well and to be kind. To be kind. Amen. Amen. Do you have words of knowledge? Come on. So the red carpet's laid out. If this is one of you, I I highly recommend you come forward because the Lord tells the ministry team these things Sunday morning. We collect them. We put them on paper or phone, and then we read them when we have the opportunity. So if you hear something that you have this condition, I highly recommend you come and let the Lord touch you this morning. So here we go. Sciatic nerve pain. Headache above the left eye. Diagnosis of cancer in your body. Ears clogged. I got, we got both left and right hip. So anyone with hip trouble. We got knees and then more specifically left knee and surrounding leg tissue area. Shoulder tightness and pain. Migraine headaches. Right elbow. Intestinal issues. Pain in the left arm hopelessness that's probably one on most of you anyway I, I strongly encourage you folks if you heard anything on that list and you have that condition let the Lord touch you come down and get prayer this morning but we appreciate it. if if not we'll bless you greet each other as you go or go have lunch here or wherever you go but greetings and bless you all <laughs>